going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 272 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? And this week, we're geeking out about the Olympics, Disney getting sued, and some exciting release dates. First, if you haven't already, uh, check out the shop, geeksundergrace.com slash shop. Super, super soft shirts. Um, we have face masks, which uh, maybe make yeah. a comeback. Yeah, I was going to say, some we're probably going to need them again. Depending on where you live. Yeah, uh, we're we're having the uh, mandate back on on Wednesday uh, here in Louisiana. Oh, wow. Yep. So there's that. And then there's also stickers. Um, yeah. You stick them on. <gasps> there's anything. stickers? I didn't even know yeah. that. Let's go. Yep. Yeah, and they're like good stickers, like window decal stickers. Very I still, good. I still want to spray paint the face, the plates of my PS5. I still want to spray paint those purple and throw the logo on them. That'd be, cool. That'd be sick. Be very cool. You can do that at geeksandrace.com slash shop. Uh, I can't stress how soft those shirts are. Super soft. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but from that, we'll get into uh, the games we've been playing. LJ, I'm just going to be real quick. I played a little bit of Pokemon Unite. Enough to actually form an opinion. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I don't know how I feel yet about the, the time, the six-minute games. I, I think understand. It's, I think it's longer, actually. I think it's like 10 minutes. Are they 10 minutes? Well, there's when I played, ones, very short. I think there's like quick ones that are like six, five or six minutes, and then there's the ones that are like 10. Okay. I haven't played anything in ranked yet. Okay. I've just been destroying people in the uh, not ranked, and it, no one knows what they're doing. Yeah, some people just go for kills and stuff and like chase, chase like do a lot of chasing, and I'm like, clearly you've never played one of these. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's been fun <laughs> um i probably will play ranked a little bit later but so far like six minute games and i was addictive personality in the sense that i just want to keep playing and playing and playing so oh yeah like, like you can't just play one it's like the potato chip thing you can't just have one yeah gotta, like i play like a good four or five rounds every time i play like, and that was my thing with arena of valor it was it was like a 20 to 40 minute game so by the time i was okay. done with it i was like that was a good match i don't need to yeah. play super long uh it was a really nice like i got a little downtime i can play a game and be done for the day mm. uh, whereas this it, it'd be hard to put down sometimes um haven't had that problem yet but i've all been playing very short but that's been one nice thing it's like i want to play one quick i can just do it while i'm waiting for my wife to be getting ready or something mm-hmm. yeah um yeah that's all my thoughts on it so far i just have charizard i didn't get my champ yet um i need to look at the character the characters it's weird to call them characters um but they kind of are yeah see uh which (laughs) character which pokemon um that i prefer to my style and everything cool um you got bigger stuff lj (laughs) yeah uh so first of all i want to say i beat resident evil village uh which was great um so I had that I had I was house sitting last week and I had the house to myself so I said I'm gonna turn off all the lights lock all the doors and just play with the TV real loud and I basically just like being a couple I played like a couple hours every night and so I beat it in about nine hours uh, it's not a long game but I did find out why Ethan Winters is a dang superhuman um, 
like that's where all, where all the memes come from and yeah how he can get his arm chopped off and just magically reattach it they actually so have a reason funny. for that uh so that's cool it was worth it uh but i won't spoil anything because it's obviously it's got ties to um the one before that seven i'm very excited to see what they do with the next one because it feels like this is kind of like how like some games like when they reboot a game they'll do like another trilogy or something so i feel like uh this next one is definitely going to be attached to that so um yeah it was it was great um i think the the lady d stuff is still the highlight of it because that's like the first big chunk of the game yeah um but it's cool uh, now they have like the mercenaries mode i can play it's like an arcade kind of like survival thing just run through the maps and shoot stuff so but yeah it was good i uh, highly recommend it um cool. and then the next one i'm actually reviewing uh we got a copy on launch day which was cool uh, i'm playing samurai warriors 5 uh this came out last week and uh a lot of people are familiar with the Warrior series because of Age of Calamity, because of Fire Emblem Warriors and stuff like that, and like some of the other like tie-in games uh, they've done, like to licenses and so, and stuff. Yeah. Um, this one is cool because they're doing like a so there's Dynasty Warriors and there's Samurai Warriors. Obviously, like Dynasty Warriors is focused on like the Chinese dynasties and stuff, and then this is like you know Japan like samurai stuff. Um, so this basically reboots the original like premise of it so you have uh oda nobunaga who's basically obviously he's a really well-known general in in that history but uh they basically play they give you a chance to play the story of like when he came to power and how he like became who he was and so it's very like usually these games have have had like hundreds of characters lately and this maybe has like probably 30 or or so if and probably a little more but it's neat. It's the first time I've actually cared about a story in one of these games because it's like, it's very contained. Whereas like the other ones, they have all these factions you have to like be paying attention to and so, all these different angles you can play the campaign from. And uh, I I dig it. It's it's really cool. It's it's interesting. Uh, it also has a cool like Japanese art style, like uh, kind of like the new Samurai Showdown did, kind of like how like Street Fighter did, where it's got that inky like Japanese art style and Ooh, like yeah. that painting style. So it's cool. it's pretty cool. It's the first time I've cared about a story in one of these. Uh, but also it's one of those things that's like if you've played enough of these, you kind of know what it is. You're killing like a thousand guys and juggling them in the air like with every attack and stuff. Like um, <laughs> nothing crazy new, but it's it's fun so far. So that's what I've been playing. I've been playing other stuff, but those are like the highlights. Yeah, Shelly, what's what's new in Smash Bros? <laughs> um, not too much besides the fact that there's just um, more tournaments going on. So I've been I've been mm. trying to. Um, I haven't gone to another tournament uh, since the last one, but I've signed up for more. Um, there's some more coming up in. In August, there's still a really big one, Halloween weekend actually, which will be really oh, fun. Nice. Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of like having a good time with Smash uh, competitively. It's just really fun to try to get better. Um, and so I've been haven't really been playing a lot of other games this last week other than Smash. Really, it's been it's been a lot of putting in that grind. Um, and even if I keep going O2, I'm still having fun and playing friendlies and meeting people and. It's just a good community, so yeah. I didn't really. I basically was just like I, I. That's the only game I played this week, so I'll just talk about that. 
Tekken's cool. That reminds me, I have my Tekken match for the Evo Online on Friday. I'm nice. Gonna, I'm probably gonna lose, but it's like uh, like you said, if, even so even cool. if you go zero and two, like it's it's still fun. So it's you so can say cool. you did it, kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to go hard on practicing and warming up for that. Totally. Yeah. It's like I don't know. I think you can reach this level where you're like maybe in too deep and you start to have way too much focus on the game but i think i'm I'm kind of in a yeah yeah, i think i'm in a sweet spot where i'm just kind of excited about the game in general and i'm excited Mm -hmm. about playing more than more people than just my husband (laughs) i'm excited about playing other people and and learning new things even though the game's been out since 2018 i feel like i'm still learning new things it's very cool so oh yeah yeah that's cool all right we'll get into the gaming news then go for it lj okay um, so for gaming, the first piece is that uh, the beta has rolled out for a PlayStation 5 system update. Um, there are features such as, like, uh, I think trophy tracking, like progression. Uh, one of the big complaints when the PS5 came out was that they have the trophies in those, like, title cards, in those, like, those squares where it's, like, horizontal. But they apparently they're taking them back to, like, the, the vertical scrolling now. So that way you can see the name of the trophy and stuff like it was just kind of a pain to because they were using that card system that they've Mm. been trying to market so much um there are other things like apparently there's like a 3d audio thing you can do with your tv now uh, and some small stuff but the highlight here is that now uh it's you can officially use third-party ssds to expand your hard drive instead of like the one that's in there Mm -hmm. Um, because for those of you who have a ps5 you'll know that uh you run out of space pretty quickly. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, yeah. for I'm, the or, PS5 I'm like games. already there, yeah. Yeah, like, I, if anything, like, for the PS4 games, my advice would be to, like, get an external for your PS4 games, because regardless, it'll use all the features of, of the PS5, even if you're playing on an external. But to keep your PS5 games on the on that main hard hard drive. Uh, but, but now with this, you'll be able to switch that one out and get a bigger more expandable one um a third party one so uh i think that's that's pretty cool that's kind of what people have been wanting uh which ssds have been getting like they're not as expensive crazy expensive as they used to be and i think it's like getting getting a regular like hard uh external hard drive or something like they're gonna go down in price so i i think um as they become normal stuff like Mm -hmm. it's gonna go down so um this is kind of what fans have been wanting so i think that's pretty cool so ps5 still difficult to find for a lot of people even though they crossed like some milestone again recently (laughs) (laughs) people be it's like it's always some article where it's like you know ps5 most you know fastest selling or like yeah console et cetera et cetera everyone's like to who to bots i've been trying to get one in a genuine way not taking it off his scalper, and uh, still can't get one picked up. Yeah. It sucks. And you gotta hit it right on time, too. Like, you cannot be, like, as soon as those notifications go live... It's yeah, like if you're you a minute late, it's it. over. Yeah. Well, that's why I was surprised when I got that that Series S or whatever. I mean, obviously, those aren't, like, highly sought after, but it was, mm-hmm. like, 20 or 30 minutes after those went up, and I was kind of amazed. Oh, yeah. I was like, so, oh, I'll see. At the time, <laughs> yeah, I was like... Am I gonna be able to get this? And I was like, Oh, I do. I guess I did. But yeah, PS fives are still harder to uh, to find. So mm-hmm. even though I, f- I still feel like I see people like able to acquire them, just not a lot of people. So 
But yeah, that's the latest. Uh, well, I was going to say the latest in Sony news, but I was wrong. Um, the next piece is about Horizon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. And so that is officially delayed to the first quarter of 2022, which I think we all kind of saw that coming. Yeah. Uh, it could have okay, come though. out this year. Yeah. Yeah. Their their target release was initially holiday 2021. So we would have had it this year, but it's one of those mm-hmm. things where they decided to delay it. And, I probably won't have a PS5 uh, by then anyway, so it's fine. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's kind of nice having a PS5 now, but it's honestly, like, thankfully for all these people who still don't have it, which is, again, mm-hmm. majority of people, I think it's still fair to say, mm-hmm. a lot of like, big games that are, at least that I'm looking forward to, I would say, maybe not everyone, are mm-hmm. going to be in 2022 at this point i was even i mean i remember there's a there's a trailer for um stray that came out recently because i think they had oh, a, yeah. that that developer i think they had like a show but I, I didn't pay attention to most of it but the trailer for stray i was paying attention to because that's one game that was announced for the ps5 that i was really interested in it just looks so good but it's also mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure 2022 so I'm yeah like, yeah uh, yeah that's fine but you know <laughs> like like even myself like i haven't got a bunch of the new releases because they still have like demon souls returnal uh ratchet and clank just came out and it's like i'm not i wasn't necessarily interested in those so like i've gotten a bunch of ps5 versions of things that are cross-gen and stuff like that but there still isn't a ton of like okay you need a ps5 for this uh for like a lot of people because like I feel like while a lot of those games did sell well, I feel like they're for very specific audiences, especially for like Returnal and Demon Souls, because those games crush you. They crush your spirit and your dreams. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, um, yeah, there's still time for a lot of the good stuff to come out. Um, Kena did get delayed, but that was only by like a month. So Kena Bridge of Spirits is still coming out pretty quickly, too. So I think uh, people are looking forward to that one as well. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So, uh, the third and final piece of news for, t- uh, for gaming, uh, is that, um, the, well, actually I was going to say TV cause I was su- for some reason in that section of the notes, but it is technically is TV also. It's the Olympics. Uh, Olympics. Nintendo, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo was, uh, going to be like doing something within the Olympics, like. I saw it was like 19 songs or some kind of number of songs featured from video games. We talked about this last week a little bit with how they all had like songs from RPGs and in the opening ceremonies and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, apparently Nintendo, uh, did have plans to participate and they had some songs in there. I think they even had some from like Zelda and Mario, like they were specifically named, you know, um, but I guess there was a particular person that became creative director in relation to the Olympics that had that it was some social media thing. Like, I guess this person like insulted somebody else and I guess they didn't like, they didn't care for this person that was teaming up with the Olympics. So they're like, no, we're backing out. Um, so that's why we didn't see certain things. Like apparently one of the concepts was that, uh, they were going to have Lady Gaga perform or something. And, uh, oh out of a, and come out of a warp pipe or something God like i guess God. like when they were thinking of stuff to do like that was one of them and not that that was probably going to happen but like dang they had stuff they were working on that they were going to do there um but uh yeah so 
I mean, it, it, I think people were wondering, like, hey, like, where is Nintendo in all this? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's why they had a personal issue with one of the, I think the somebody that became the creative director. That article says so. Yeah, that's why oh. they're not there. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So that's gaming news. Yeah. Uh, LJ, you watched the movie. Good. What movie do you watch? So we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a long oh, line of movies coming up soon. The show on our back. Yeah. Right now. So. Yeah. I've got like three <laughs> weeks of movies that I'm going to see. I'm excited. Theaters. Oh yeah, like there was there was movies even I wanted to see this weekend that I never got to. Uh, like I wanted to see like the Green Knight uh, and then yep. Jungle Cruise. Um, I don't care about Jungle. I wanted Cruise. to see those. Like the and Green then, Knight uh, and then Snake Eyes and then uh, oh, Suicide yeah, Squad yeah. comes out like next week. Yeah, Suicide Squad comes out. Uh, which yeah, I'm gonna go to the theater for that one. I don't want to watch it on HBO Max. See, that's why my thing. I'm always going to the theater for these. Yeah, um, especially for that one. Like that—that's one that like I want to go pay for. Um, but the movie I did watch was on Netflix. It, it kind of like rose to like kind of the top lists on on Netflix. But it's called Blood Red Sky, and it's hard to talk about with spoiling the the big thing that it's doing because it does it very creatively. But obviously, you can tell uh, that it's not like. The movie's not about sunshines and roses and all that stuff. So, uh, but basically, the the plot is the like beginning of, of the movie is that like it's related to this this airplane and it starts off like a typical like uh, the, these pe- these bad guys are capturing this plane kind of a thing, and it just goes uh, into left field from from there. It, it gets a little crazy. Uh, I don't know if it was just I watched it late at night, but I kind of, like, there was some slow parts. I kind of felt felt myself, like, wavering out and kind of nodding out. But uh, ultimately, I stuck through it to the end. It's not really that great, but it it's also a German movie, uh, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure some of it, I don't know if all of it was dubbed. I'm pretty sure some of it was because who, the dubbing on the, the kid, on, on the son in that movie, was so bad. It was, <laughs> like, That's it was unfortunate. So, yeah, so it's like the rest of the actors, like I think they were okay. Like it seemed, I couldn't really tell if there was dubbing on on the other actors because like they they even had the German accents and stuff like that, and I was like, okay, like that sounds okay. Um, the cast yeah. is usually English speaking cast, right? Crazy. I'm looking at huh. it right now just to look. Uh, Dominic Purcell, just... he's in uh, the Flash series. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if the kid was just, like, I don't know if he was just yeah. over overreactive or what, like. And then Graham McTavish, uh, he's, his accent sounds just like a man whose last name is okay. McTavish. Okay, what was the kid, does it have, does it have the kid uh, in that casting uh, that you looked at? Let me look. Um, you might. Elias. Tread- Carl okay. Anton Koch. Yeah. Does it say, like, if he's been in other American stuff? Let me look. <laughs> I'm just curious because I want to know if it was dubbing or he was just bad. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I mean, usually you know the dubbing because it, like, doesn't, no, like, no. work in the mouth. It just doesn't, it just didn't, like, connect. Like, yeah. Uh, no, he's only been in that. Okay, he's well, maybe he only doesn't done speak in... English. What? Movies. Okay, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was just bad. Um, but it was very overreactive. It, it was cheesy, like dubbing. Um, but 
Anyway, like the movie <laughs> itself isn't like super great, um, but it, it was it's a very interesting concept. If if y'all want to like do some googling and just kind of like if you're, if you don't plan to watch it and just kind of go see what it's about, uh, it's pretty fascinating. Like the, at least the concept of it. Uh, but yeah, it was it was decent. Uh, it wasn't great, but uh, it was one of those movies. I'm like I've heard good things about this. I could have watched other things, um, so I watched it. Nice. So that's what. That's kind of it. Very good. Sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what's going on in the movie news? Uh, so we got a couple things for movie news. Um, first of all, we got a trailer for the uh, second Venom movie. So it's Venom. Let there be carnage. Is it Venom <laughs> Two? Let there be carnage. It's the sequel. Okay. It's, it's just yes. called Let There Be Carnage. Yeah. Let there I be just, carnage. I just and... put Venom Two just for like abbreviation. Yeah. Like, to <laughs> so if you can tell, Carnage is an important character being introduced <laughs> into um, this movie. Um, I don't really know what to say about it because I never watched the first one, but I've been told that this trailer people are, are getting people way more hyped than the first trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, it has Woody Harrelson. Um, he's Carnage uh, slash uh, Cletus Cassidy. That's his. That's his regular name, but there's also Carnage. Um, mm-hmm. It just looks so like I don't Crazy. know Carnage. It's it, yeah. he just looks so scary. Like he looks scary. He makes Venom look like a baby, kind <laughs> yeah. of. I mean, Venom. He scares Venom I a little remember, bit in the trailer. I loved that. Well, Venom. Venom literally is. You say little baby, but he literally is the younger sibling of all the symbiotes. Like he's yeah. kind of the one that they like look down upon like yeah it's like i just remember when the first trailers for the original venom came out because again i never watched the movie so <laughs> yeah um i only really got the trailers to go off of and i just remember like i'm like oh man he looks he looks cool he looks creepy like look at his tongue his teeth and like they mm. still kind of have that for sure but just like in comparison to carnage you're just like yeah, oh my gosh carnage. like carnage yeah. like he has all the arms <laughs> and he has like all these limbs and he's just like people are shooting at him and his like symbiote body just goes around it like he doesn't even even get shot in the trailer he's like oh it's a red one that was my favorite yeah yeah it's a red one (laughs) he like hides he was scared oh (laughs) yeah yeah but it also looks like there's the red ones are mean something in his in his world oh yeah yeah, it's one of the red ones yeah um but it looks like there's other like sort of things that are happening. It looks like there's a, this other character they didn't talk about. She just screams a lot and has some. Short I think her name powers. is literally Shriek. Uh, that is Carnage's nice. woman. That's his woman because ah. she helps him a lot in the comics. And that makes sense. I wouldn't have known. Yeah. But now we know. Um, yeah. I don't know. It looks interesting. Again, I I don't really have any sort of like feelings toward it, but um, the like to dislike ratio on YouTube is incredibly positive. Which, That's um, good. to be fair, is a that little bit surprising happens. to me. I thought. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I mean. I'm just like, it's actually notable. It's actually notable. It's like, it's, it's like looking good to people. So mm-hmm. that's pretty hype. I mean, again, I guess the, uh, we're going to transition into Black Widow in just a minute. But um, I think people are really wanting just a good, solid, I guess he's, Venom is not a superhero, but it is a kind comic of, related. Yeah, he's kind of sort of a hero, if you will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is a, um, comic related thing you know it is marvel it's just obviously it's an mcu so yeah. i think people just want something that's good something that's sort of classic something that's not trying to do too much and honestly this mm. is this looks like that like it just looks that, like a solid that's why, 
I liked the first one. It wasn't yeah. trying to be too serious. It wasn't trying to do anything too crazy. Totally. It's just trying um, to kind of just tell a story about Venom. It's not trying to yeah. do anything crazy. So um, I think maybe that's starting to become appealing to people. Like MCU's, mm-hmm. MCU is great. It, MCU is its own thing. But at this point, it is no longer really just regular superhero movies. It is it's entirely different genres and subgenres. and. It totally yeah exactly so you kind of if you just want a basic superhero movie you kind of have to go somewhere else at this point um and so this can deliver that so that's that's pretty exciting um i'm excited for this because basically they redo a scene in that trailer that happens at the end of the first movie mm -hmm. Uh, basically that's when you first i mean venom's a couple years old now but um so basically woody harrelson is at the end and basically goes to like oh he's like i got this interview like and, yeah. Uh, so he goes to visit him in the prison, and basically that scene we see in Venom too. So that tells me that they're retconning because Woody Harrelson looks so kind of kind of weird in, at the end of that first movie. Like it was I think I just read a awkward. comment where someone's like, "I'm glad they gave him a new wig." Yes, because his <laughs> hair looked bad, and so yeah. um, he looks he looks more like Cletus Cassidy in in this one. Um, but I love how it sounds like, "Hey, we're gonna redo that scene," you know? So. Because I think maybe they're expecting that a lot of people didn't see the first one. So I'm Which happy that they're because redoing, I didn't, redoing so it. Maybe I could just watch this movie. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, well, no. I mean, as long as you understand who Venom is, I would imagine probably oh, yeah. this movie is something we could consume. So, consume. Yeah. Speaking of consume, that they need <laughs> a lot of consuming Venom. people. Yeah. Um, not explicitly, by the way. He's like, I'll just... let you eat all the people you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah. So now moving on to Disney moves. Next, the the next two um, news we have is both Disney, but we just talked about Black Widow. Um, Scarlett Johansson, if you haven't already heard, is making a decision to sue Disney. Um, it's really an interesting scenario because um, basically the reason she's suing is because um, Disney decided to release Black Widow on Disney Plus. Obviously, theaters as well. Mm-hmm. But that was not in her original contract, you know, back when the movie was supposed to be released back in May 2020, like so yeah. long ago, over a year ago, it was was when it was slated to originally um, get put into theaters. And obviously COVID just threw everything into a, you know, a tizzy. Mm-hmm. But um, because I was never part of the original contract, uh, she's really upset by it because, um, I mean potentially she's losing up to 50 million dollars or not okay she's not losing she's not losing she's still gaining money but she is essentially missing out on up to 50 million dollars because um people decide to go uh get it on disney plus and not go to theaters because theaters are just going to be you know more expensive slash give industries more money right that's why i think uh, that's why they delayed in the first place i i think Mm -hmm. Um, besides the fact that, you know, they've had Disney Plus out for the last year, um, mm. and technically they could have released it any time. They literally did wait until theaters were an yeah. option, but they still put it on Disney Plus. I think um, I remember hearing Marvel fought for it not to go on to Disney Plus for a while. Yeah, so, but yeah. they still did, um, and Scarlett Johansson's pretty upset by it, and so she's suing because of that. Um, what's really interesting is, um, Disney's response... Like, I, I heard Disney basically put out sort of a, a, a response about how Scarlett Johansson just has 
no consideration or no empathy or sympathy for COVID uh, victims <laughs> or anyone. But basically, That's just saying so like, terrible. hey, like she doesn't care about COVID regulations. She's a bad person because of that. Like she obviously doesn't. If she if she would have cared about COVID regulations, she'd be more okay with this being released on Disney Plus. But like, of course, no. everyone's like, okay, Disney. What about Disneyland reopening? What do you have to oh, say yeah. about that? That's clearly harming more people than Scarlett Johansson. I mean, yep, yep. come on. Um, so it's it's just a weird situation, too, because, like, obviously Scarlett Johansson is already just incredibly rich. And, like, $50 million sounds like a lot. And it is a lot. But at the same time, like, she already has so much money. So it's, like, this weird situation of, like... She actually is, is in this position of power and influence and privilege where she can kind of stick it to the man. Mm-hmm. So the enemy and my enemy is my friend, I guess. <laughs> it's a weird scenario in which I'm kind of like, I don't really want incredibly rich people to be even richer. But at the same time, this is a contract that was broken. This is something that, mm. you know, she agreed to, Disney agreed to, to have it be in mm. theaters that she was going to get, you know, a certain amount of money. And that just didn't happen. So mm. it's it's kind of funny. I mean, maybe it's not actually funny. I just think it's funny. I think it's interesting. And I, I've heard there's some articles, uh, or I've seen articles going around that Emma Stone is actually considering doing a very similar thing with Cruella because Cruella mm. just had the essentially the same treatment of uh, Yeah, they probably just never, like, looked back at those contracts and revised them so the actors went like oh wait a minute my movie did better here than in in theaters so i need that money yeah yeah it's very Mm -hmm. interesting um overall shame the disney side to be like yeah oh yeah we're just gonna keep this money this isn't in your contract the original contract yeah yeah it's very strange Um, yeah because those were drafted before covid anyway so yeah 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 just like whatever yeah, so, like, honestly, like, I kind of hope um, Disney actually gets, like, some sort of consequence for this, but they also are just such a or mega pay rich company. her her money. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I don't know, man. Um, but that's that's a situation that's happening. We'll see kind of what comes out of it, but um, as of right now, Disney... <laughs> Disney's clapback just wasn't a clapback at all. Like, yeah. they're just like, oh, well, you just don't care about code regulations, but everyone is just deaf. like, you clearly don't because you're opening up Disneyland. Yep. You just care about money. That's it. They'd, they'd rather have people go on the Jungle Cruise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let's transition. Let's talk about Jungle Cruise instead. Jungle Cruise with Emily Blunt and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Would you believe that it did super well in theaters? It did super well. So it's opening weird. weekends. Yeah. I'm like very I I you know, I saw that trailer and I was kind of like, you know, this just kinda of looks like a movie. I don't Yeah. I just thought I didn't Those think are much two of actors it. I like, and so I was like, Oh, that looks yeah, fun. Yeah, that's true. I mean, The mm. Rock looked like he was playing the same character he always does, which is in, you know, like in Jumanji. Yeah. Emily Blunt yeah. is perfect, so that's yeah, yeah. Too, that's that's good. But um yeah, no, it, it did super well apparently. Mm-hmm. Which is just super funny. Um, but yeah. it was also on Disney Plus, I'm pretty sure. Yep. I think um, even uh, The Rock was asked about, hey, are you going to sue Disney too? And he said no. Yeah, so it's just, I don't know. I think, uh, I feel like this is a movie where probably they're just like, yeah, it's a movie, we're just going to put it out. And then end up right. surprisingly doing super well. Whereas Black Widow, again, the first MCU movie since Spider-Man 2 or mm-hmm. Spider-Man Far From Home, 
it's like that's that has so much anticipation. It was supposed to come out back in May 2020. Oh, yeah. There's way different expectations, way different contract agreements, um, way higher stakes. I would say. Um, mm-hmm. So Jungle Cruise, honestly, I'm just kind of like, oh, good for the actors, <laughs> you know, yeah. like good for the. Good for the. I mean, I don't want to say good for Disney. It is Disney, and I don't like Disney, but <laughs> I give to my money anyway. I feel I'm like a it's a Jumanji situation where people were probably yeah, like, oh, I, this isn't going to be that great, and then they went to watch it. And I mean, like, The oh, Rock is in it, good. so you're right. It is the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess it's cool that they're, they were trying to do another... Um, like a ride movie? movie. But yeah, based off a of ride, because obviously Pirates took off so yeah. insanely much. Um, and I don't think Jungle Cruise will necessarily pop off in the same way and become its mm-hmm. own freaking franchise. Like probably not that, but it's fun. It's fun that it's you know a, a slightly more sequels. Yeah, it's you know <laughs> a slightly more original idea. Yeah. Um, doing something that is sort sort of more Disney beloved. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not really upset with it. But yeah, that's it's just kind of funny. It's just like I mean. It's just weird how the MCU movie, Black Widow, is the one that's kind of getting shafted a little bit. And Mm -hmm. um, this rando, I guess not super rando, because again, it is Disney, but like somewhat rando movie is just like doing really well. I I think the big deal with Black Widow, too, is that I guess apparently it dropped so, the movie stuff dropped like at the theaters. The attendance dropped super hard the next week. Like, Mm -hmm. I guess Mm -hmm. it just tanked. And I I think that's where the issue was. That's fair. I mean, I definitely did not watch it opening weekend. I watched a week or two later, and yeah, mm. there were there was no one watching with us. There was like maybe two other families in the movie theater. Oh wow! Yeah. But there were I I was expecting way more people, um, and there just wasn't anyone. So yeah, that doesn't yeah. really surprise me. Well, that's our movie news. Lots right. of uh, comics and Marvel and yeah. Disney. So yeah, the usual. The usual. <laughs> yeah, the usual. Yay, capitalism. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into TV. Shelly, what have you been watching on television? Uh, the most TV thing watch- possibly, out of all of us. I know. Yeah. Well, we already mentioned the Olympics in the news, mm-hmm. but I, I just, you know, mentioned how I've been watching a little bit of the Olympics just in general. Um, since I finished Haikyuu and I need more sports to watch. <laughs> oh, no, it's not so. Although, okay, although, guys, have you seen... There's been a lot of, like, um, not comparisons, I guess, but, like, just, I, I guess in one of the Japan games, one of the men's Japan games, they were playing one of the theme songs from Haikyuu. Yeah, I feel like I'm we like, mentioned that so last cool. week, but yes. I think cool. we mentioned that, but I did see later, I, I saw later, yeah, which I don't think we mentioned last week. Oh, the banner, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, but there's, um, it's so cool. The men's team straight up did one of the moves that uh the super uh-huh. duper highly complex moves that the cool. um you see in the show where it's like <laughs> i forget which season but there's these twins and one of them looks like he's gonna spike it but then he sets it to um someone else instead and that person spikes it and that happens <laughs> in the show and everyone's the show's like oh my gosh like that was crazy but it, they, they did it and it looks the same and i'm training. just like this isn't this is insane this Probably. is so cool <laughs> Um, at least I think it was the Japan team. It may not have been, but it was, it was just insane. Um, but that's, that's just besides the point. Um, but no, I was mostly, I was watching, um, rowing, Olympic rowing. That's, that's obviously Mm. the most, um, uh, important 
sport to me for uh to watch for the olympics because yeah, I actually like, that's something your family's into i yeah like we and we know people we know people who are in the olympics uh that's in the cool. olympic boats whether they be on the american team or the like italian team i think um and there's just a lot of people who uh <laughs> went to u-dub <laughs> on these boats which is very cool so we were watching um mostly those and trying to support uh i, I guess it's just interesting because it's like i i definitely i know people who happened to olympics mm-hmm. um like i met them after they've been to olympics i sort of know maybe mutually people who've gone to the olympics or like been like oh right. yeah like this person is from like this school or whatever or this like you know whatever but to actually like know people who i would like consider like friends um in the olympics is very very cool um that's awesome yeah, so that's that's what I've been kind of watching a little bit. I have not been watching everything. I think uh, we probably don't need to get into all this Simone Biles stuff, but I think she's just so cool, and I support her yeah. so much. And yeah. uh, she's just showing the world that you are more than your accomplishments. And that is yep. just something that needed to be said, and she yeah. just said it, and I love it. It's so good. Because so many people, especially athletes, put way too much of their value um, mm-hmm. as as a person on their accomplishments and their mm-hmm. their athletics and their successes, and everyone kind of has that version of them of of that in their own lives, even if they're not an athlete. So I think yeah. just her being able to come out and acknowledge, like, yeah, this I I can I can take a break for my mental health. That's more important. And and people sort of come to this realization of like, oh yeah, you're actually you're more. You're a person. You have value just as a person. You're because you're made in the image of God. So, yeah. I don't know. That's been I've been popping off about that too. <laughs> I guess this last week it's just been so cool. so cool. So yeah. What have you been watching, LJ? Um. So other than Naruto, I've still been watching Naruto. That's definitely nice. an anime that's past the time. In that, in that, I'm all the way up to like the Orochimaru and like the second round of the tuning exams and stuff oh like that, so. that's like my favorite part of naruto that's, that's pretty good because that's when like sasuke is like first like you know gets crazy and so that's mm-hmm. kind of it's it's nostalgic for me to be like okay i remember this yeah um, yeah so uh the other thing i've been watching though was uh i i checked it out because i saw there was a new season and um so netflix is doing this they, they're doing these documentaries called like the toys that made us and the movies that made us um so I watched the one on Home Alone last, I think it was last year, uh, there was an episode they did on Home Alone, and I saw there was a new season, and I watched the episodes on Jurassic Park, uh, that one was really cool because it talked about how like CGI wasn't like a major thing, like they literally had somebody that was going to do like stop motion, and so at first like the way they actually got that pitched and like they did the CGI was like revolutionary at the time. And I thought it was funny because when they talked about doing the CGI, they're like, oh, wait, I can't animate how a dinosaur should walk. Or, like, I'm not very good at this animation part. And then so they hit up the guy that does the stop motion that was initially going to do the whole whole thing. And he actually helped them be able to, like, animate the the dinosaurs. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Like, even though, like, stop motion was a dying art at that point. Like, I thought that was neat. Um, There was other stuff, like, in Back to the Future... Uh, talking about the way they processed, or the way they made that, because they were originally going to have, um, oh, I forget the, the name of the actor, but it, they were going to have the kid that played Rocky Dennis and Mask play Marty McFly, 
and then they shot that movie for like six weeks and they realized like nah this this isn't our guy we need michael j fox because they wow. they wanted him at first anyway um because he was doing cheers at the time and then the third one uh or the third episode i watched the uh, forrest gump one was cool uh because they talked about how that was like first tom hanks's first dramatic role um and that movie i guess went through a bunch of stuff to get made a bunch of like budgetary stuff like they did a lot of things. They did some things that like they didn't tell the studio about because like now nah, we we need to do this. Like we need to we need to make this movie the way you know we want it. And that was like actually two out of two of those are Robert Zemeckis movies. So that was kind of why I watched both of those and talk and they talked about his career and stuff like that. Um, but it, it's just cool because like those are like classic movies. They have other episodes. They have some for like Die Hard and they have one for like Pretty Woman and like other other movies. They're not they're not long seasons. Uh, but it was super cool to, to watch those, especially Jurassic Park, since that's like one of my favorite movies of all time. So, uh, yeah, I, I recommend that. It's just a nostalgia trip going through those series on Netflix. Cool. Yeah. So that's kind of the big thing I watched. I finished up yes. Masters of the Universe uh, Revelation. Yeah. And watch the show. It's a good show. If you're into like animated stuff, you're not like against watching animated uh, shows. You'll like it. Don't listen to the haters. Yeah. I guess, yeah, <laughs> I, there might be some people who don't. Uh, I, me, it's just, I, we talked about it last week. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, you're good. I would, the people that are mad, there's no reason to be mad. Like It's such a dumb, like, reason. Get over yourself. Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's 2021, people, come on. <laughs> times. Um, good show. Okay. And then the other thing that I watched was Godzilla Singular Point, uh, which is the new anime Godzilla show on Netflix. Uh, How was that? Because those other ones were weird, were kind of weird, huh? I really enjoyed. Yeah, no, those were like out there, um, <laughs> but they weren't like they were more polygon CGI, and oh, yeah. I definitely thought more Godzilla with that than I did like anime. Whereas hmm. this, it, it helps that Godzilla, I'm pretty sure, didn't even make an appearance in the first the episode that I watched watched the first episode wow um so like i've got my mind is completely separated from the godzilla world that i know and i'm huh. feel more like i'm watching an anime um there is a basically like a sherlock holmes um dude uh he's like super smart and he's able to figure things out he predicts what they're gonna have for lunch uh in a couple weeks and he's like this is how it's gonna happen <laughs> uh, because of these details he's like that that's just the character that he is. Uh, so that's been really fun to watch so far. Uh, I'm really, really excited to uh, check all that out. He's They do something electrical. I can't remember. Him and his partner. And they have basically like a really bad website uh, to do this like side hustle work on. Uh, but they're trying to pretend they're like a big company, but it's just two of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't sound anything like Godzilla so far. Um, but apparently... It will be Godzilla at some point. We had to stop the show. At a singular point. Singular point, yeah. <laughs> we, we had like literally stopped the show to make sure we were watching the right show. We were oh, like, wow. Is this Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I like it but because of its anime, not because it's like cool Godzilla stuff so far. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. It was an enjoyable anime episode. Uh, I'll probably watch more of it. <laughs> it's fun. All right. We'll Sweet. get into the TV news. Uh, we'll start with Netflix. Producer of Stranger Things 
says that season four is coming soon. Yeah. Well, so, how we'll soon? We'll hear something quite soon. Quite soon. Quite soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I still guess it's going to come out in Thanksgiving. That's my guess. That's I, a good that, was my, that was my original prediction, but it was my prediction a, for like last, last season, right? Thanksgiving or the Thanksgiving before that or something. So yeah. I'm like, That's a good prediction. I, I believe it's very... Possible. I think we'll get a trailer with the release date soon. Quite soon. Mm-hmm. I really hope yep. so. Like an actual trailer, not just a teaser. Like, they're going to all look so old. I know. <laughs> yeah. They've all grown. Uh, Shelly, I think you were the one that noticed, at least in our group, that it was a holiday thing. And I was just yeah, like, have they done Thanksgiving yet? To, I was like, no, and I'm like, Because mm. last well, yeah, was 4th of July. Yeah, I was going to say, it was first it was for Christmas, and so then it was Halloween, and then it was 4th of July, and now it's... Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, my, I'm guessing it's Thanksgiving, but it, it doesn't have to be. But, I mean, it's, they don't have to follow that convention, but I'd be I'd be a little sad if they I didn't. I think they are on purpose, though. We I think we will, because... Yeah, I feel like it, it just has to. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, what, are, what else are you going to do? You're not going to do Easter, you know? Like, <laughs> That's true, yeah. I would, I would, if they really are saying it's coming soon, I feel like Halloween be really might be a little too like, soon, but Thanksgiving true. would be... Yeah. yeah. Thanks- because all that we got from a trailer could have been literally been mistaken for a Black Widow trailer. It was... Uh, You're right. Yep. What's his name? Harper? David Harbour. David, David Harbour, not Harper. Uh, Hopper yeah. in a Russian ha- prison, Hopper. like yeah. I think shoveling. I can't remember. Yep. So yeah, that could have been. He literally, <laughs> Black Widow. So funny. Uh, trailer spoilers. <laughs> I th- so I read something that he was actually taking pictures of the set and like a, b- a bunch of stuff while they were filming Black Widow, for uh like to the and he was sending those to the Stranger Things people, so that way like they wouldn't like you know get the two like accidentally close somehow and i guess he wasn't supposed to be like sending pictures and certain things of like Oops. his look and like the set and all that but he wanted to make sure like the the two didn't get mixed up nice i mean yeah. if you didn't know anything except premises of black widow and that and you would be like mm, possible <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I mean, especially when the trailer came out broken out of a russian prison yeah uh, I can't remember if that was in the trailers or not. Um, it's in the trailers, but I don't know if it's explained what's happening in the trailers. So that might be a small yeah. spoiler, but it doesn't ruin the movie by any means. Right. Um, sorry. <laughs> and then uh, we'll move up. I'm just going to move backwards, I guess. Uh, we've got a Hawkeye release date, uh, which is going to be November 24th. So yeah. this year, 2021. Uh, also around Thanksgiving. I'm excited to see more Florence Pugh. Like, I hope, hopefully, she is going to be in that. Like, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. I'm super stoked for that show. I'm glad, just glad that we're getting mm. it. I knew we were, they were talking yeah. about it happening this year, but we haven't seen anything. So it was like, is it actually happening this year? Yeah. I'm waiting for a reason to care about Hawkeye because he's just like, uh, you just got a bow and arrow, dude. Like, yeah. There's well, reasons <laughs> to care about Hawkeye, but I'm not. I can't say anything because of spoilers. Oh. He, I mean, we didn't see this in the movie at all, um, but there's been a lot of rumors that it'll uh, have to do with his death, like him going deaf, which is a comic book thing. That would be really crazy to see. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, again, rumors. Mm-hmm. Who knows if that's true or not, but that would be pretty crazy to see. I'm just saying there's mm-hmm. there's potential for what it's going to be about. Yeah. From, uh, yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, from other things that have come out. Kate Bishop yes. is going to be in it from that That would be weird. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Huh. And then uh, we finally got something about this Lord of the Rings show happening on Amazon. Um, it's oh basically a wallpaper. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Another photo and a release date, just like Hawkeye. Yeah, it looks really <laughs> cool. Um, but it doesn't, I mean, to call it a first look at the show doesn't seem... It looks like a wallpaper for, like, a phone or a computer or something. It's a tease. Yeah. Um, but that will be coming out in 2022, sometime in September. As of right now, that could change. Um, I feel like that's a little bit sooner than I expected. I expected not to see that movie for, like, another year. Show. Or for, like, another, like, two... Or, yeah, show. Yes. But I, I didn't expect to see it for a couple years, I think. But that's cool. I mean, I guess, yeah, it, I, I was talking with um, someone else, and I was just like, yeah, I don't know what the next uh, Marvel show is. I don't even remember what all the, all the other Marvels are. Um, do we know if the What If show is coming out later or sooner or later? Um, August 11th. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. super soon. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very good. Yeah. I forgot. That is... That's all the TV news we got going on. But we do have a question. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's one... It's definitely in the wheelhouse of things that we've answered before. Um, Oh, yeah. But Dave... It's been a while since we've answered a question. If you want to ask Mm -hmm. a question, you can do that um, through hashtag GGCast on Twitter or on our Discord. There's a little GGCast questions uh, channel. Um, David asked a question. I'm I'm simplifying the words. So, David, if I'm, I'm asking this incorrectly... Uh, please let me know, and I will uh, try to do it. But I didn't want to read the entire thing um, over the podcast. So, in, in essence, it was asking: Is it sinful to sin in video games? Uh, and I think for me, it's a question of: Is the I mean, discernment's everything, right? If you're feeling like you shouldn't do something, yeah, don't do that. Um, but for me, I think a big line would be, um, is are you sinning in the game or is the character sinning? Um, right. So, like, you know, if a character is uh, beating up some monsters or, or, like, killing some dude, it doesn't make you want to, like, go out and kill some dude. Um, but, you know, if you're, like, getting some steamy romance scene um, so mm. that you um, can get some enjoyment out of that romance scene... And not just the character. If you're going after, mm-hmm. you're going after those romances and the, all the Bioware games. I mean, I again, depending with... on where you're yeah. coming from, but like maybe yeah. you just really want that for your character and it has nothing to do with you. Um, right, but I feel right. like in most cases, yeah, fair. that's not what's happening. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so what were some of his examples in there? I think one of them was like if you're praying to if if your character is like making an offering or something to yeah. like a fictional god or. Let whatever. me look it up, and then Shelly, you were gonna say something. I had interrupted you. I was just gonna say I feel like it all has to do with your intentions. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you are, I mean, I don't really play many first-person shooters. I feel like if you're gunning down people in a first-person shoot- shooter, and you're just like wow, it's so fun to kill people and I like to destroy this community mm-hmm. or these, you know, this army of people or whatever. That's different than, oh, I'm just doing this to get points and mm-hmm. generally I find 
you know, first person shooter games kind of fun and I'm playing with a team and that's fun and we were trying yeah. to, you know, I, I think there's difference in intentions there. Um, and I think that's really important to acknowledge that, you know, there's so many games out there that you are, um, that you're just like killing people. Like I think about like Fire Emblem Three Houses, for example. Um, mm-hmm. And I think about how like those games are built off of like all Fire Emblem games. I'm just thinking about Three Houses right now in my top of my head. But like you, you wipe out entire like armies <laughs> in those oh, yeah. games. But that's not what I'm thinking of when I'm playing those games. Like I don't, I don't think like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that I'm like destroying again. Yeah, this like these people or this area or like i'm i'm my thought process is more like oh we have to do this or else something worse will happen or oh these are the bad guys Mm. did this bad thing we have to stop them or simply oh this is just a part of the game i just have to get through you know sometimes it is that you're just like oh well i would like to be this game but there's this one part where i'd rather just not do this there's there's this brilliant brilliant part in um, Fire Emblem Awakening, and I don't really want to spoil it just in case anyone wants to play Fire Emblem Awakening, but something really tragic happens in this game, and then um, basically the outcome of that is that you have to end up uh, fighting this other army that really doesn't want to fight you. Neither army wants to fight each other. They're mm. just they're just put in this position they really just don't want to be in. And even as a player, you're like, do I have to do this? Like, what? Like, I don't want to do this. And everyone is, like, so sad being like, oh, so sorry, brother. I have to, like, you know, do this for this reason. Obviously, keeping spoilers out of context. But, um, yeah, again, like, that's there's a difference between um, that and you're like, oh, I'm so happy to be killing people mm-hmm. and... And I know some people, like, I have, I have friends who will do just incredibly chaotic things in games. Just incredibly chaotic things because, obviously, they can't do it in real life. I have a friend who will do just the most insane things in, uh, I think it's um, Red Dead 2. <laughs> yeah. He'll just, like, just, he'll, he will straight up just, like, shoot people and, like, rob people and then try to steal a bank and then try drag to rob by, a, a different bank. <laughs> yeah, but he just, he kind of yeah. just does it because he has that uh, right. detachment of, oh, right. yeah, I know these aren't real people. I know these are pixels. And I know mm-hmm. that this is just a, a ridiculous game with ridiculous physics where you could do ridiculous things. Um, mm-hmm. So there is uh, a lot of separation there um, as well. But that's just what I think about. What do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, LJ, you'd asked some of his examples. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interacting with an occult-like wizard in Stardew Valley, Valley, or anticipating one's luck for the day, um, giving gifts to a game, uh, in-game gods like the Junimos in um, mm. Stardew Valley. So, a lot of Stardew Valley stuff there. Um, okay. I think that okay, was that one that was on his mind. The that most. one particular example, I don't know how much it's going to add to the discussion. It just makes me think of Kid Icarus Uprising. Could you guys play that game? Mm-mm. I wanted to. I never got the chance to. So there's this place where you can provide an offering, and mm. you can offer you can offer the in-game currency to uh, Palutena, right? Mm. It's so funny because you basically give money, and she's like very far away, like on the screen, and she takes like a step closer every time you donate a certain amount of money, and to this day, um, nothing happens. Like. You can literally donate all of your money. You donate millions and millions and nothing will actually happen. It's just no, there's like no purpose for it. It's so weird. 
But I straight up do remember the first time I played that game, I did feel a little bit of conviction. I'm like, what is this? Huh? Like, sh- is this something I should be doing? And so, like, that's another reason why I was like, I'm going to see, I'm going to look into, like, the purpose of this and see if you, like, get a cool item or some reward, uh, an achievement or something out of that. But that example, like, it it just seemed like it was just there just for the heck of it being there. Um, So I I definitely remember I felt some sort of, I I mean, it wasn't super, like, like, oh, I can't play this game type of conviction because that game is amazing. You should play it. But it was just a very interesting feature where you could just offer to this, you know, fictional goddess, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. We, we got a lot of questions about that with Breath of the Wild, because, you know, you deal with fiction, the fictional oh, yeah. goddesses. Oh, that's that. true. But, but my answer for that is, like, you know, it's a fictional, you know, it's a fantasy world, it's fictional. Like, it's not like you're actually doing it yourself. Like, but yeah, like, you're, it's, to me, like, when I play video games, mostly it's, like, I look at them as I look at, as I look at movies or some shows, you know, like, it's just an interactive experience more so. Uh, for me, I think where I draw the line is whenever it gets too close to realism. Like, mm-hmm. I still don't play Grand Theft Auto because mm-hmm. it's kind of too real. Like, even if it's satirical, like, it's still, like, to me, like, yeah. And then plus the things you are doing in that game, it's just not, like... Even though, like, the new, the new one, it's very much like a heist movie. Um, but that's why, like, I can play a game like Payday and mow down a couple cops with my buddies and stuff like that because it's like that's that's like heat you know it's like all these heist movies and stuff like that um but then there's like i I also look at it as like that's the reason why like i played i've played saints row one of the saints row games or a couple of them actually but that's but that to me that's so opposite on the other end like it's so silly like i know it's not real my brain is detached from that yeah. It's kind of the same reason why I'll watch something like Rick and Morty over South Park because South Park, mm. it's too, it's, I mean, not only yet are those things like raunchy and like very adult humor, but I feel like a lot of those, especially South Park, that humor is too close to home. So it's like, for me, it's whenever the thing gets close, the as close to reality as it can. That's when I kind of draw the line. Yeah. It makes me think of um, D&D. And, like, role-playing. Yeah. I think that's something we talked about before. Like, how, how far is too far? And, like, what can you role-play and what you can't? And, yes. And it's all has to do with discernment. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there who don't feel comfortable playing as, like, a cleric or paladin to some fictional god. You know, having your character follow some fictional god. I know there's a lot of people will um, sort of work around that by having Jesus in that mm-hmm. campaign. Um, which is, you know, cool. You could totally do yeah. that if you want. Um, but it, it is one of those things where it's, like, if you feel like you are so attached to your character that whatever your character is sort of beliefs are and sort mm-hmm. of worship is reflecting of you, then mm-hmm. you should be aware of that. You should be discerned of that. And maybe, maybe you do want to play a type of, a different type of character. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for me personally, I've, I, I've, I would say I'm a pretty veteran D and D player. I've been playing for years. So I at least have enough experience to sort of understand like, what do I put in my role playing? What is reflective of me and what is just yeah. for the character um, and all of those things? Because I personally like playing a lot of different characters with a lot of different morals <laughs> and, and mm-hmm. intentions and beliefs. And that's fun for me, but it can yeah. be really difficult for other people because, you know, something with the character you do put a lot of yourself into. Mm-hmm. It, it's reflected in ways you may not even understand. But I think as long as you're aware of it. And you discern again, like what's too far, like yeah. even if you if you 
Like, it may be, and of course, like, every group, too, in D&D specifically Mm -hmm. can, you know, get to a point where they feel uncomfortable. I know a lot of games will, um, and DMs will sort of uh, say, like, hey, we're not going to do any sex role play. We're just not going to do that. And I'm like, that's awesome. Please keep doing that. You know, that sort of thing. Um, But then there's other groups that, you know, don't draw the line there. But, yeah, again, I think... um, of course, that's all very specific to D&D. That's like a team-based thing. But <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, I think it's like in games and, and, you know, that includes D&D as long as you can sort of figure out where the line is and be aware of it and mm-hmm. um, just sort of reflect on your intentions when you are when you are doing something. Are you doing it just because it is fun? Um, are you doing it because you find enjoyment in suffering? Are you doing it or right. enjoyment in destruction? Because um, I know, like, even for me, I, I remember when I first played... Uh, Rage, I think. It was the... It's the game with all the kaiju that they made the movie on. Rage. Is that what it's called? It's Rage, I think. It is called Rage. What? There's a... Oh, Rampage. Oh, Rampage. Oh, my gosh. Yes, Rampage. Oh, I was like, it starts with an R. It's one I, word, but I thought it was it, Rage. I had myself no, thinking yep. of uh, the makers of Doom did a shooter called Rage, and I'm like... Oh, my brain, oh, my wait, brain wait, was like going there. No, and once no, you said kaiju, I was like, wait a minute. Like, my bad. No, no, I was like, it's on the tip of my tongue. Rampage. But, I remember but, when I first but played. But still, it's not. Yeah, it's not far off. You know, in no. a lot of ways. And, and first time I played Rampage, I was really young because it's a pretty old game, and I'm not very mm-hmm. old. Um, I remember playing it, and I was kind of, I was was convicted. I was like, oh my gosh, like you're just destroying you're this entire city. These people, like popcorn, like just. Yeah, and I'm just like, there's just, I'm I'm murdering literally thousands of people as I, as I step, as I, you know, do these things. And that was enough for me to be like, I can't, I can't do this. And of course I've grown up, I've matured a bit. Um, Potentially I could go back, but at this point it's kind of like that, that's sort of where I was able to draw a line where I was like, I don't know if I can, if I can really find joy um, in something like that personally. But that's why I like the no Russian level in like Call of Duty Modern oh, Warfare yeah. was big because, yeah. of, you know, you just mow people down in an airport and that thing, like, well, you, I mean, you don't have to, but, but still like, it's, it's that kind of thing where it's like, they made that optional for people, you know, because like there's people that were, that were very uncomfortable with that. So yeah, I would say like what we've been saying, it's definitely the same thing here. It's like, if you really do find yourself uncomfortable with it, then don't engage in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think, I mean, there's also lots of really cool games out there that do sort of force you into terrible positions like that to make a moral point. And I think that's fine. I think that's actually very cool. I think it's, it's cool for games to explore the fact that potentially the protagonist isn't a good character. Um, I think of spec ops the line. I think about stuff like that, just like really experimental things where it's like, they lead you in one direction and you end up actually doing something terrible. But then you think as a player, like, Oh my gosh, I did this bad thing. But it's also, I think of undertale as well. There are consequences Mm -hmm. to your actions. And sometimes it is really cool to explore that, you know, and personally, one, I don't think I would actually find much enjoyment in doing an, a uh, genocide run in Undertale, but there is a little bit of conviction there because you do get so attached to the characters mm-hmm. um, and you do get so invested in the world when you're playing the other sort of routes, like a neutral route or a true, mm-hmm. um, true whatever, the one where you don't kill anybody. Um, that for me personally, I'm just like, I don't know if I have the heart in me to mm-hmm. do a genocide run um even though i know they're fictional characters i know they're pixels on a screen something in me i'm just like it's just mm-hmm. that's where i'm drawing the line i just don't really yeah. want to do that so i wanted to mention yeah. the thing that i had go for it we, we were talking about this before the podcast 
and it was like the where do you draw the line and i brought up rocket league mm. and i was like well technically oh, yeah rocket league you're doing it for your stuff which would be vanity and vanity yeah. could be a sin so like you definitely need to find a line or just yeah i mean just don't play video games if you're yeah <laughs> Um, so that's like even with uh, like earlier i said i recommended resident evil village but honestly there were some scenes that legit were haunting like i that i barely made it through so like i would more recommend that to something that you know f- to people that like can do horror stuff you know mm-hmm. like yeah i wouldn't recommend that game to everybody but like i just think of that you know like when we're talking about all these examples i'm like i barely made it through one of those parts because it was straight up like terrifying mm-hmm. <laughs> i think yeah. actually said the intention is everything yeah oh yeah um yeah and then uh again ask yourself you know are you is the character sitting or are you sitting <clears throat> if you're sitting then obviously right. there's a problem there mm-hmm. uh, cool any any other thoughts no i think we we, we were on a little roll there yeah. that was yeah. good good all right it's been a while uh-huh um again if you want to ask us giving us this opportunity <laughs> yeah yeah um you can ask us questions the, the easiest way is through the Discord, I feel like. Um, then you get to be part of this yeah. really awesome community um, that's super active. It's big. There's always stuff going on. Uh, I'm looking right now just because the question's up, and there is a Just Chilling channel with, like, eight people in it. Uh, yep. That you could just go talk to if you wanted. Um, oh, very yep. cool. And, and, and we got a game. We got some Pokemon Unite going, I think, yeah. in another area, too, which is cool. Hopefully they're nice people. I'm not in there right now, but I'm sure no, they're having no, a great they're conversation. they're nice. I've, I've talked with them. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're good. You can just like tell people to go check check this out. <laughs> if somebody wasn't nice, they probably wouldn't be sticking around for. Long, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a really cool community. Yeah, I just meant the chilling yeah. channel that it is. The people right. in it right now. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but the Discord yeah, as a good. whole, very wholesome. Um, yeah. Super fun. All right, uh, LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ and streaming on Fridays on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. Cool. Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can also find me streaming Amori um, at twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace on Tuesday nights. I think I'm almost done. I think it's only going to be a couple more weeks. Um, nice. Then I'll, I'll be finishing it. I'm... I'm I, I can tell I'm close to the end. It's getting to a point where I'm like, oh... But we'll see. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. Oh!